Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl B and I am back with my fifth episode. This episode is so important to me because I will be hosting an interview with my sweet and dear friend, my sister in Christ, Miss Adrienne Jackson. And in this episode, she will be giving her testimony about how her relationship with Christ strengthened over the last couple of years, how she came to know God and how she end up truly experiencing him so i hope that you guys listen to this episode with open ears and an open heart and please do not hesitate to share this episode with your sisters in christ and other believers um again thank you so much for tuning in stay tuned and enjoy the show y'all hey i am back with my fifth episode (laughs) and on this episode i have my one of my favorite sisters in christ a close close friend miss adrian jackson (laughs) yay (laughs) but you guys i'm so excited to be having her on this episode because her testimony means the world to me and I wanted to bring her on here to like elaborate on what she's been through and where she's currently at with God. So Adrian, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to my viewers. Tell us who you are, where you from and all that good stuff. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Adrian Jackson. I am from Grandma, Louisiana. Yes. Okay. Yes, girl. Country girl. <laughs> um, yeah. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> what school do you go to? Um, what do you like to do for fun and all that good stuff? Fill us in on some little fun facts about you. Well, I go to Jackson State University, the Isle Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't have any hobbies, but you know the pandemic. But anyways, um, I was I like to sleep, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, for fun, I go to work. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Fun facts about me. Um, I love to talk. I love the Lord. <laughs> Praise the, the Lord. He's the head of my life. He's my all in all. He's my my bestie, my anchor. He's the one I go to for everything. Yes, Lord. Um, shout out to my mama, Vicky. She's the one who introduced me to him at a young age. I'm very appreciative of her. For introducing me to this. Hey, Miss Vicky. <laughs> she got to listen to this episode. Okay, I'll make sure she gets <laughs> it. But I'm so grateful for her to introduce me to this great guy. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'd be without him. You know, you know, we just, me and JC just have this great fun, but you know, mm-hmm. yes, he's, he's good. He's a great man, mm-hmm. man. Love him to do. So, 
Um, you said that your mom introduced you to Jesus Christ. Um, I want to know more about that. Like, where did you go to church and, you know, how long did you grow up in church and all that? Like, I want to know more about, you know, your life um, when, you know, you was younger and your mom introduced you to church. Um, well, I was raised by a single parent. Um, I attended church at Mount Com Baptist Church in Sinsboro, Louisiana. I'm still a member there. My mom won't let me move my letter since I can go to church anywhere I want to, but the letter <laughs> stays in Mount Com. So, you know, we're just going to leave our little. We're going to leave our little at Mount Com, but we're going to worship. She said, we can go, you worship anywhere, but you can't move your letter. I said, okay, girl. Amen. But, um, yeah, my mom had, she, I'm the youngest of three. Uh, she had us all at a young age. So, you know, she did her stuff. So, you know, when she re- realized we were getting of age and, you know, she just re- basically, she rededicated her life to God and church and she, she took us with her. Um, she, Amen. When I was um, like fifth going into sixth grade, we started going back to church and then, you know, by sixth grade, I had uh, joined the church and got baptized and stuff like that. So, like, when I say we we got in the church, we got in the church. Um, I, I ushered, I sung in the choir, I praised in, I praised dance. I was the secretary for the usher board. You know, I did everything. My mama said, "We you you gonna have to do your work. You got to do your service in the church." Uh, we went to Bible study, choir rehearsal, every service that was to go to. We sometimes we have two, three services in one day. We went to the church. That's what I did. <laughs> and I'm up in high school and stuff. Everybody, they could do this and that and the third. I had to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> one of them church kids. I. Hey ladies, looking for something unique and stylish? Well, look no more. Out of the Box Boutique has the latest women's fashion and accessories. Online shopping is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Guaranteed same-day shipping. Yes, I said it. You can shop online at outoftheboxbtq.bitcartel.com or follow them on Instagram at shop.otb. You told us that you know you was in the church at um an earlier age well you basically grew up in the church and you was of service of the lord at a young age when did you truly experience like the presence presence of god mm. truly ex- experience well um so i live home in high school, I mean, after I graduated high school, come to Jackson, and then um, I came to college, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of, I strayed from, you know, I still knew who he was, I still, when I would go home, I still went to church, you mm-hmm. know, I still knew to pray or whatever, but, you know, I, I got in the world real hard. I was yeah, we was in the baby. world together, girl. I was finally away from home. And yeah. it was just like a lot of stuff. I was very, my mom was very strict. 
not yes. very strict, but she didn't play no games. Yeah. So I really didn't experience anything until I got on my own and I was away from my mama. Yeah. So I could, you know, do what do what I do. Mm-hmm. So um life happened. Um my my mom, uh my sister got um sick and my mom had to change jobs so she couldn't pay for me to go to school how she was at first so you know I had to you know change up some things and see how you know I was going to be able to afford school now you know it's time to be a big girl and take care of business yeah so um I decided uh I left and left Jackson and Got a job at home and started saving up. And then, you know, I got an apartment, moved back. And it was just, um, it was when I started going through my storm. It was just like a lot going on. Yeah. Um, my family and I, like, you know, were going through a financial strain. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to leave home, but my mom was just like, you know, go, don't worry about us. I'll be okay. You know, she just wanted me to go because she was like, you know, I know you got something, you know, that you're trying to accomplish. You didn't want to hinder me. From... Yeah, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my gosh. I was in a – well, even at home when I wasn't at school, um, I was watching my friends, you know. Oh, yeah, let me lie. So, even at home, when I was at home working and stuff, I'm watching you guys, all my friends, prosper, graduate, like doing things without mm-hmm. me and I felt so left out and I was like so depressed because I'm like at home I'm not doing anything with myself you know I was just like so sad and so so fast forward to me leaving home and coming to Jackson so I you know I just left I didn't even I, I so-called got a transfer from my job but I really didn't get a transfer so I just came to Jackson without a job with bills and all this other stuff mm-hmm. so then that's when I moved to Jackson and I got a job, but the job was paying less than what I was making at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just a lot. I just felt overwhelmed. I was worried about my family at home. Yeah. Uh, like worried about worried about my bills. <clears throat> like how how was I going to maintain? How was I going to get through? So I was just in this dark spot. I, I cried all the time. Like I was just so Sad. And so you never sad. really showed it. Oh well. Yeah, and this God. is you're talking about right now. We're talking about when you was at Dollar Tree, right? Right. Before you got yeah, okay. And you yeah. never really showed it. I you guys, thought. we were so she you know, she said that she was seeing us, you know, accomplish a lot of things while she was away. You guys, we was very depressed without Adrian. <laughs> Every time we got together. Everybody would get a little sad because we miss Adrian and we wanted Adrian here. And we were so happy when she came back to Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, we hated we hated being separated from her. It was I hated it too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I was like so sad. So I just started praying to God and I was just like, you know. Well, at first, you know, you, you play the PD game. Why me? Why is it always me? Why yeah. is stuff always happening to me? Blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, God, please make a way for me. Like, like you know, I need you. Like, you know, I was praying, like, can we get a better job? 
So my um, roommate and good friend, Destiny, she was working at uh, Target. So she got me an interview at Target. Shout out to Destiny. Shout out to Destiny. <laughs> and I got the job at Target and it was paying. I've never made this much in any job. So, you know, I've been there now for almost three years. So look at God. Yes. yes. So, Boom, I got the job at Target. So, you know, money, you know, I started working and making money. So, you know, I had this bad habit. I smoked weed. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I was more dependent. I was doing it for the wrong reasons, you know. Yeah. To cope. Cope, yeah. So, I wouldn't think about the things and stuff, you know. I think that's what I was really running from my problems or whatever mm-hmm. so you know I was just I was smoking and stuff like that so you know I just saw the toll that it was taking on my life you know people say weed is not addicting it was addicting to me like I had to have it if I didn't smoke I was angry and agitated and I yes. didn't want to be that person like I didn't yes. want to be dependent on something yeah a lot of Christians uh, believers downplay um smoking weed because you know like you said at the end of the day you're doing it to cope Mm -hmm. and I've heard people use that excuse a lot also about um you know I get agitated I need it for my nerves and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you're addicted to it and Mm -hmm. you're not in your element um you're not in the space where God can use you when you're high you know what I'm saying, and uh, well, I don't I know about no nobody else. But he uses me when I'm high, so we, that's another <laughs> story. Though. Oh yes, oh girl, we're gonna get into that in this episode. <laughs> we're gonna talk about everything, but I know for me, weed made me lazy, and so yeah, it made me very lazy. I'm super already a lazy, lazy person. <laughs> yes, I was not productive, and I would trip so badly, but. Yeah, that's one of the habits that God delivered me from too was uh smoking weed. I think like around the time you you uh around the time you stopped, I think I was probably probably I probably quit like a year before, I mm-hmm. think. And I was just drinking a lot. I replaced that habit with another habit, but yeah, weed was not for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and so issues are we're not judging anyone who smokes. Oh no, you're we're not bad at all. for smoking. You know, it just I just wasn't using it for the right reasons. Yes. For good intentions. So you know, I asked God to remove that from me. So my mom always said, you always hear people say when you go to God and ask him for something, you better be ready for him to give it to you. Oh. He's gonna give it to you. So you know, I didn't have a car. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had a hard time getting to work. It was just a lot, you know. I'm, um, sometimes I would have to, you know, use Uber to mm-hmm. get to work. So my weed habit, Uber bills, you know, it was just getting like out of hand. Like how I'm gonna pay for this and that, you know. But I'm still making room to pay for my weed and stuff like uh-huh. that. So you know, I just started praying to God, and then stuff wasn't going right for school. Like you know, even every semester I would try to register, and even though. You know, I moved to Mississippi. Um, I'm trying to register. It still wasn't working. I still was getting purged. They still wouldn't take the out-of-state, wave my out-of-state feet. You know, I done moved all the way to Mississippi for uh-huh. this very reason. So it was just like a lot. I'm just, you know, going in the same circle, same cycle, same, same, same thing. So that's when it hit me. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, Joel. Joel Osteen. That was this. That's how God spoke to me through Joel. I yeah. started watching him, and the things that he was saying to me. It, you know, it, it, God basically showed me that you know you say He want these things. You're asking me to move, but you're not willing to give up anything for me to move. I can't move in your life if you're smoking weed or you know you you you're not really doing anything to show me that you're serious you're not I, sacrificing for me right because if uh-huh. i give you these things what are you going to do with it you know so I and just, one and one thing i do know about god he always put this on my heart all the time you have to die to yourself daily you have to make those sacrifices if you want him to move in your life you have to die to yourself mm-hmm. constantly Because God can't use you if you're, you know, like rebelling against him. And we asking him to change certain situations in our life. And a lot of times we have to let go of certain things to get to where we're trying to be. I just, I relate to that a lot because it was a lot I had to, I had to sacrifice and I'm still learning to, you know, sacrifice today and trying to let go of certain things so God can really use me, um, just ultimately use me in the way that, you know, I, he needs me in a way, the direction that he needs me to go. So I can relate to that a lot. Yeah, so, you know, I just really started praying for him to take that away from me. Like, I didn't want, because I couldn't do it myself. Like, I just couldn't quit. So, I was asking him, like, to please let me quit smoking. Mm -hmm. So, that's when he started, you know, I would go a week without smoking, and then I would smoke again. And I'm like, Lord, help me. I don't want to do this anymore. Please help me stop doing this. So that's when he started moving, you know. So that's when you know how they say you tweaking. That's when uh-huh. I started tweaking. <laughs> like I wouldn't even smoke like and I used to smoke like I couldn't I couldn't smoke a, a full blunt and I would just like feel so different. It just made me feel like I had my I was laced or something. So uh-huh. the first night it happened to me, I was like, Lord. You know, it was like I didn't have control of my body. It was just like, like, like yeah. I had took a, a, some crack or something. I don't know. I ain't never smoked no nothing like that. I'm just saying it didn't. Make it, everything sense. was intense. It, it, was it was intense. Oh wow, it was so different. So I was like, Lord, please. I was so scared. My heart was racing. I'm googling like what happened. How you know you got some spice or something? Like I'm thinking like I done got some bad stuff. But I'm like, Lord, please, if you let this wear off, I won't do it again. Like this, mind you, this was on. This went on for like almost the whole night. Yeah. So, uh, I woke up, it, had, it wore off, I woke up next day. So, you know what, so we're going to go back and try it. Mm-hmm. When, when another two weeks or so, like, you know, and then while I was doing it, like, you know, I'm like, I'm like throwing my weed away and stuff like that. I'm like, well, well I'm going too fast. So, I go on a little bit longer and I do it again. So, it starts tweaking. I start tweaking hard. Oh no no no! This is what happened. So, <laughs> um, I had, I think I had a bad day or something, 
and I went and bought some weed. And then I um I was going to the store. God uses people. Let me tell you. Yes. Gotta use someone. You don't even know. But God has a plan and a purpose for everything, y'all. You just have to get out the way. Yes. So I'm going in the store and this was this homeless man and he was handing out these papers or whatever. I wouldn't say he was homeless. I don't know if he was homeless, but he was handing out these papers. Like for some random guy, I don't know this man. I was going in the store to buy like some Rillos or something. Go home to roll the blunt. I I might I might like to hit the blunt like two, three times and like this is when he started like I'm shaking right now. He started like moving in me. And you know, he just this the spirit just came over me and you know, um he started convicting me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I started seeing the error of my ways. Like he really just that's when I really got the introduction of the Holy Spirit and God mm-hmm. moving in me. Like, you know, I just started repenting and asking for forgiveness and you know, he I I felt warm and hot and you know mm-hmm. it, I, I was like you know God I don't want to go to hell I don't you know I don't want to you know he was like convicting me it's just like something comes over me or whatever that he's letting me know you don't mm-hmm. like this is not right like you're going to lose yourself you're going to you know you're going to lose everything like the most important thing you're not going to be able to you know I'm going to lose him doing this. And yes. I'm like, you know, God, no, I want, I want to be with you. Like I want to do with like, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to have this. So, you know, I'm reading the paper and it was just, you know, talking, I can't really remember what it was saying, but it was just, you know, telling him, you know, to repent and ask for forgiveness before it's too late and all that stuff. And, you know, um, I told my mom this story and I was like, you know, you might not believe me. You might think I'm crazy, but I'm like, this is like what really happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I got a whipping by two familiar spirits. One of them I've never met and one of them I know. And, you know, it was, uh, my aunt Jo, she died when uh-huh. I was in the eighth grade. She was one of the, <clears throat> she was also like my mom who got us in church. She would, you know, she yeah. went to the same church as us. She was over the youth Urshan board. Like, you know, she yes. she is a, you know, she holds a lot of, she means a lot. It was a, had a big hand in me in the church as well. Yeah. And then my grandmother, you know, I've never met my grandmother. She died before I was born, yeah. but I knew it was them. And, you know, they were, they were whipping me. They were getting me. They was like, you know, you, um, you're not supposed to do that. You, you said um, you told him that you were going to stop and you keep doing it and mm. so go on you know us we're real hard headed I did it well uh, my friend came over and um, did it again uh-huh. so I was like and that's what it was I was throwing it in the trash can and I would go and get it back out the, tra- the trash can when I was throw it away so um, when she came over, I hit it one time, 
and I felt him I felt it coming over me like so Again. I like yeah so I hurry up and gave it to her and I was like you gotta go like y'all I scared the mess out of her because she didn't know what was wrong with me like that's how fast it happens like yeah. I just hit it one time and I lose control over my whole body like I have no control whatsoever so I was like can you please go she left and he started using me again and he you know he just he's just you know he's he's whooping me like he's he's showing me like you know you keep telling me you don't want to do this so every time you do it it's just gonna get worse and worse and like you know I just don't have any control of my body and I feel like if you know I don't repent I don't ask forgiveness I don't sing him praise like you know I just feel like he just he can show he just shows me that fast like just like that I can take you just like that you know I I am the head you know uh-huh. you don't you you think you in control but you're not and he was just showing me that and you know so we go through that again I stopped for a while no I did it again this was the last time <laughs> I promise y'all this was the last time. <laughs> And so a friend came over. I didn't buy this weed though. You know, this wasn't my stuff. I just, you know, he just came over and um he he rolled it up. He asked me that I wanna hit it. And I was like, at first I was like, uh uh-uh, I don't smoke no more because I was telling everybody I don't smoke. Like, you know, I don't uh-huh. smoke. So at that he gave it to me. And like I hit it or whatever. Then I felt it coming. So funny story is he has a car, but somebody dropped him off. I'm telling you, listen to how God works. Somebody dropped him off in my house. So I stayed in the townhouse or whatever. So we were in my room. So when I hit it and I felt it, you know, felt him about to move in me, I tried to run away and I was going to go downstairs. But like the the lights was down off downstairs and it was dark. So, you know, I hear God telling me, you know, now nah, you're not finna run. You finna, you gonna, he, he finna see me use you or whatever. You can't be ashamed of me. Yeah. So I saw this little evil spirit, like, yeah, I'm so serious. It was like, it was dark. It was like, just think of the scariest thing you can think of. And that was that. And it was like, you know, it was, it had his hand out telling me to, come downstairs like yeah come on come with me and mm. you know I think to me that was a symbol of me you know going to hell and going with the devil and I was uh-huh. like no so I went back in my room and I was just like you know whatever Lord I'm gonna let you use me and I let him use me and I scared my friend and you know he was like are you okay and I was like you know my uh roommate came in she was like it's okay this this is what happens you know because she had you know she yeah she knew what was going on and I just started repenting uh me and my roommate was having a little conflict conflict it wasn't really her I can't say who to blame was but I, I had a part in why we were you know act why we were at bumping heads and stuff so you know I just you know apologized to her you know I just was repenting and God really humbled me and I was just you know confessing my sins you know just I'm sorry for this I didn't you know Mm -hmm. he was just really using me or whatever so uh, for one I scared the mess out of my 
Hey, my melanin queens. Are you ready for your first black-owned beauty supply? Stellar Chic Beauty is heavy on the For Us, By Us. They carry popular black-owned care products like Camille Rose, LK Naturals, and Aunt Jackie's. They also have items ranging from skin self-care to dreadlock maintenance and starter kits. Stellar Chic Beauty Supply is the online beauty supply store where melanin beauty is stellar beauty. Shop online at Stellar Chic, S-H-E-I-C, beautysupply.com. Also join them on Facebook and Instagram at Stellar Chic Beauty Supply. Ladies, let's shop black. friend and you know after that you know you know god he didn't they didn't nobody brought weed around me he didn't want to smoke around me he was like, uh-uh, <laughs> you you can't have it <laughs> or whatever so that's when I really started um that's when I really just you know started this journey that I'm on right now I really dedicated myself into Christ and I stopped and you know I I got in my word I started um with Matthew and, you know, I learned about the goodness of Jesus. And I started asking God to change my heart. You mm-hmm. know, I want to be a better person. Help me be kinder, more forgiving, more loving. And that's when he really started using me and stopped, you know, started changing me. And, you know, molded me into the uh, person that I'm going to be. Uh, he's still working on me. I'm still not all the way there. But, you know, he's changed me a lot. Um, changed me a lot and I'm so grateful for that you know um, so after I stopped smoking weed like I, I quit I was done like I wasn't smoking at all so mm-hmm. uh, like I told you guys earlier I didn't have a car so being that I'm from Louisiana and but I lived in Mississippi um, in order to get a uh, a license you needed your birth certificate social security card and like proof of your residence so um i had um i didn't have a car so it was kind of hard for me to go back and forth from louisiana and working so you know i really just didn't have time like to go to the social security office in louisiana so i thought you could order it online so I ordered it, y'all, and I didn't even know if it was coming. Like, they didn't tell me it was coming or not or whatever. So my mama can get my Social Security card because I'm, I am of age, but she can get my birth certificate because she's on my birth certificate, you know, because yeah. she's my mama. So, so she was able to get that for me, so she mailed it to me and tell y'all how God works. So, you know, um, I'm saving up to get a car, you know, um, I'm praying, you know, like, you know, I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm just going with the most, like he going to make a way. Uh-huh. I didn't even know my social, I didn't know if my social security card was in the mail or if it was coming or not, but I knew my birth certificate was coming because my mama went and got it and she sent it to me. The, mm-hmm. the exact same time I got my birth certificate, I got my social security card. Mm-hmm. So, I'm in business now. I can go mm-hmm. take the test. So I go take the test. Uh, the first time I didn't pass. I mm. took it again. I passed. And um, I couldn't take the uh, driven part. So they just gave me my permit or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, 
And God is so good. I'm so grateful for all my friends, but really Destiny, she 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 helped me a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, that was the person I used to that's the person I treated the worst, but and that's what we do sometimes. But the blessings and the people God used to put in our life to be blessings to us. We do them so bad. That, that is what we, you know. And uh, I already apologized a million times, but this I'm so sorry. Uh, you, you were great. You, I know God put you in my life for a reason. Like destiny yeah. helped me a lot with a lot of things, and. So yeah, she was the she was taking me to DMV whenever like she was really like in my corner helping me like like you know and I'm so grateful for my friends and stuff because my friends like you know when I was I changed and was wanting to do better they didn't judge me like they were encouraging me like yeah quit yeah yeah do that like let yeah so um I went to the DMV the guy I was so nervous about taking the driver's part because I'm not gonna lie y'all I didn't really know how to drive. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I would get in the car and I would go like three, six months without driving again. So, you know, I Yeah, you get a lot of practice. Right. So, yeah. I'm like, I ain't going to pass this driven part. So, the guy who gave the driven part, he didn't normally do this. So, when he, I got in the car, he was like, um, yeah, I'm telling you now, don't be nervous. You, you passed already. He said, I'm going to let you drive up the street. And we're going to come back and I'm just going to tell you what you did wrong or whatever. But you you passed. And I was like, thank you, God. <laughs> so, boom, I passed. I got my license that day. I went and got a car. <laughs> so, when you really start trusting God and give it to him and trusting in his will, he will make a way for you. Yes. I am a living witness to that. <clears throat> Once I really stopped and got out of my way, out of his way, I mean, he started moving in my life. Like, yes. he has blessed me tremendously. You know, I just told him, like, God, I will patiently wait for you. Your yes. will. You know, because I know once you do it, nothing is, will stop that. Like, you know, if, if it's when you give me something and it's for me, you, it's it's going to happen for me. And, you know, I used to beat myself up or, you know, feel really bad about school and think, you know, man, like, like when am I going to finish school? And, like, you know, I just really looked at it and was like, you know, choice God's timing because yes. if I would have went and got it at the times that I was trying to get it, I wouldn't have did nothing with it because I wasn't uh-huh. ready for it. And God knew that. And he was just showing me that, you know, when I give it to you, I'm gonna I'm give it to you and plus some. Yes. So that's when I just start trusting him and telling him, like I'm just yes, gonna Lord. patiently wait on you, God. What whatever your will is, Lord, I want your will. I don't want mine. I don't want. I want to. I want what you have for me. All we so, have to do is surrender. Yes, you just have it's, to humble yourself and get yes. out the way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to do, and that's what I did. And he's, you know, constantly. You know, after I kicked the habit, I still, you know, had another bad habit. I'm just like, you know, I'm just this very, I was this very hostile person. Like, I, I've always been kind to people. I've never been like, you know, mean or rude. But I'm, you do something to me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you back. I'm that type of person. <laughs> yeah. I hold grudges. I have to 
get back if I feel like you're doing wrong because I love wholeheartedly. And then, you know, with me reading Matthew and just, you know, really starting to know God and see Jesus and understand scriptures and, you know, everything, you know. And that's why I always used to say, like, I'm so grateful for that foundation in church because when I strayed, you know, I knew how to get back. You know, I know which, I knew who to turn to. And, you know, everything, everything I used to hear when I was younger, the word, everything, it just started making sense now. Like, yes. I understood it now. Revelation. So, so you know, God just showing, just started showing me my heart. Like, he, he said, you know, that, that, that scripture is, how can you love me who you don't see, but you hate your neighbor who you see every day. Uh-huh. You know, he just started convicting me on that. He was like, Adrian, sometimes you are very rude and nasty to people. And it is, it, it, it really isn't cause for. Him. So he just started showing me the error of my ways. And, you know, I just started asking him to humble me and to, to be kinder to people and stuff like that. And, you know, he has really changed me a lot. You know, I, um, I am not, you know, sometimes I might get agitated, but I don't really get upset anymore. You know, I, I am human. I'm not perfect. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, I'm just this perfect saint or whatever. But, you know, he's he's changed me from a lot of things that I, I used to do. And he's right now in this very moment, he's convicting me on a, a lot of other things that I need to change and stuff. And, you know, he's constantly molding me and changing me every day. And, you know. Uh, my prayer every night is that, you know, God touch my heart, help me be uh, a loving person, help me mm-hmm. to be like you, create me in your image, less of me, more of you, God, help me to walk and talk like Jesus, Father, order my steps. Um, I ask him to, you know, just uh, just let me show the same kindness and mercy that you show to me not only let me not just let me um help people and be kind to people but let me do it genuinely and joyfully like you know i don't you know because you can't just do it you can't just be giving to people but you have to do it joyfully and genuinely like you you have to do it with a, a good heart like how god loves us so you know not ask him to not only love my neighbors and people i'm my family and people I'm familiar with, but people who I don't know or people who hurt me. And he, that's what he just really just showed me. Like, instead of when somebody upsets me, pray for them. Like, I yeah. don't know, you know, sometimes we just get all uh, wrapped up in ourselves that we don't mm-hmm. know. Like, just how I go through something and, you know, I might have a bad day or something and I might get around someone and I'm upset and it, it's not necessarily them, but, you know, just because they're right there, you kind of taking it out on them. Yeah. He's just showing me that you, you don't never know what somebody's going through and how hard they got it because they're not just going to automatically tell you. So that's why you pray for people and you ask them, like, Lord, why, what, whatever reason why they're acting like this or they're upset, I pray that you make a way for them, Lord. Like, you know, yes. you, you help pray them. over them. Yeah, don't, don't, you know, because we are here to show people the goodness of God, God and Christ. Compassion and so, love. I, you know, and I always pray like, you know, Lord, let them see the goodness of me, of you and me, so they can know you for themselves, so they can have joy. So they, you know, it, because when, when you know God and Christ, you're not selfish. You want people to know about him too. Like, yeah. you know, 
you want him them to experience that same love because there's no love or joy like his. And you know, um, I I haven't been in that dark place I was when I first started my walk. Uh, you know, I, I have joy all the time. And when something happens, I used to like cry all the time and just let it overtake me and just really be upset about whatever. If it ain't going my way, I would just get upset. But I don't let it control me anymore. I just give it to God. I have faith in yes. him that he's going to work it out. And, you know, this joy that he's given me and that I found in him, I don't want that. I don't want to lose that. So, you know, I don't let the world or my feelings or anything, the flesh overtake that, you know. I get in my on my knees, I listen to uh my my spirituals as my mama can say. And you know, I just, you know, meditate on him and his word and I trust him because I know all things work in the good of those who love him and who are according called according to his purpose. Yes. So I know that God <clears throat> is good and I know what he can do. So, you know, I trust him and, you know. Okay. So, Adrian, what would you say that um, God is putting on your heart this season to tell the church? What are a few things that God is, you know, telling you right now in this season that you want, that he wants others to know about? Um, Trust him. Don't be fooled by what's going on or what you mm-hmm. see because um the hardest times and when it gets worse that's when he shows up and shows out yes lord you know um don't let hatred lead you god mm-hmm. is a god of love and compassion if you are upset or angry that is not of god you know if somebody hurts you forgive them if you hurt someone, ask God to forgive you. And, you know, don't harp on things. Once you ask for forgiveness and you you for, um, ask for forgiveness or you forgive someone, move on. Because Jesus died and got up and it cleaned everything. He died yes. and got up so we can have life and have life more abundantly. So when he died, he died so our sins are you know, our sins don't control us. They don't hold us or bound us anymore. That's why Jesus went to Calvary. So we're going to sin. We're going to fall short. But it's you humbling yourself and asking God for forgiveness. You that all of all part of humbling yourself is seeing that that was wrong. I'm not supposed to do that. So when you do it, God forgive me. I know that was wrong. Give me the strength to not do this anymore. You know, help me get over this. So yes. once you do that, you, you have a clean sh- sh- slate. Like, God don't see that no more. You ain't do that no more. He don't care about that because you don't, you don't ask for forgiveness. So it's done. So don't keep harping on the same thing. You know, move on. Just a- ask for forgiveness and just keep moving. And, you know, um, to that person who is, uh, you, you, uh, you're stuck in between, like, you know, that you're not enough or you know you just don't know what what's what you're going to do with your life god has a purpose and a plan for you trust him don't compare yourself to others because what god has for one that that he don't have that same for you like he blesses us all differently i am still i still haven't graduated college but i don't let that 
define me because I know God has a greater for me. I'm going to get my degree. And when he bless me, he's going to bless me with a great job or whatever he bless me with. But I'm going to trust him to know that I might not have it right now. Well, I'm going to get it. If it take me 30 years to get it, I'm going to thank you, God. I'm going to praise you in it, through it, and when I get it. I'm going to praise you right now. I'm going to praise you in advance. Thank you, God, that you brought me from this way. I'm not who I used to be. Thank you, God, for what you're doing for me in this season. And thank you, God, for what you're going to do for me in the future. So just be grateful for what you do have because it's always someone out there who's worse than you. And just look to the future. Look to the hills because he, he has something greater for you. He's going to bless you tremendously. So don't ponder on what's going on in your life. Don't think that you're not good enough or, you know, it's, it's not going to work for you because it is. He's, he's working it out right now. You just have to trust him. Trust him. L- let him give it to him. Let him use you. And, you know, he's going to make a way for you. And you are good enough. Don't let anybody tell you not, you're not good enough. He created and don't us. let the enemy lie to you either. Yes. He created us in his image. He loves us. He sent his only son to die on the cross for us. Like, you know, so just get in your word or, or, or start reading the devotional or listen to a gospel song or something and just ask God to speak to you. Let him yeah. use you. And I promise, like, you know, it, it's the best thing ever. Like, just just let him use you. Yeah. Well, Adrian, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I'm so happy that you were available to talk to us about your testimony and just what God put on your heart. I'm grateful to have you here. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, it, It's... Um, God is using you in a in a uh, a good way because in our generation we glorify so many things mm-hmm. other than God. Yeah. So it's good to see people of our age who 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 know God, who want to know God, who want to do good, and you know, giving Him the glory uh, because He deserves all the glory. You know, none of of this is possible without Without him. him. You know, he gives us it all. So um, continue to let God use you because there's someone out there who needs this. And, you know, just let him use you, you know. Thank Thank you you. for uh, letting me come on here. Uh, (laughs) And and yeah, (laughs) God loves you. Jesus loves you. Uh, he is the best thing. Uh, he's there when no one else is there. All you have to do is call on him and he will listen. Um, even if you don't know the words to say, just close your eyes and, and let the spirit talk to you. Like God understands everything. He knows our heart. So even when you don't know the words, he, he hears you. So just give it to him. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for joining the show. I really do appreciate you being here today. I'm sure you have dropped plenty of gems in this episode and you have blessed so many people uh, by letting God use you and speaking. I really do appreciate it, girl. Thank you. No problem. 
We'll be right back.